0: Press control to crouch. The Crouch Peak Podcast. So Complexity made their official land debut at the Blast Premiere group B and leading up to the event it felt many were ready to write this complexity lineup off given the circumstances uh, leading up to the event Uh, complexity had attempted to qualify for many events up until this point and with almost no success throughout the attempts through the uh, five attempts, they only qualified one time, and that is for, uh, that was for DreamHack Anaheim, where they beat Ints and United. They failed to qualify for Katowice after losing to Cloud9 and MIBR. Uh, they failed to qualify for Leipzig after losing to Cloud9 as well. They failed to qualify for the Major their first attempt after losing to a surging big clan that had recently won the um, DreamHack Open they uh, they attended. And then uh, the following attempt to qualify for the Major, Complexity lost to the Polish lineup of Pact, uh, headlined by Menis. And they lost to them on Inferno and failed to qualify through them. They... Um, would of course be missing their third attempt to qualify for the major because of the blast group play so this this event means a lot uh, It meant a lot for Jason Lake the complexity fandom and the players because you're sacrificing one of the last two attempts to qualify for the major um, you're sacrificing that for this blast event so you definitely are trying to get a lot out of it to accommodate for what you would be losing potentially um, in terms of being able to, you know, attempt to qualify. So failing to qualify four of five um, attempts over the various qualifiers they tried led to a 14 and 10 record. And this is before any official lands were played. So, Many people had low expectations. Um, when you factor in how this team was created with the juggernaut tweets and all of that stuff, uh, a large, a high-profile organization, people are ready to watch them fail. And leading up to this blast event, I tweeted out, many have been quick to meme this complexity lineup, but they're making their land debut, and I am very excited. This is, you know, in the context of the tweet. And then I followed it up saying I was doubly excited for their debut because it was against such a stacked group. And then I was asked about my expectations, and I didn't really have expectations pertaining to their placing. I wanted to see and expected to see Complexity play really well on Dust2 and Mirage. And I, and I equated that to them matching up well against Nadas Vincere and Vitality. Because if they can play well on Dust2 and Mirage uh, against two teams that also like to play those maps, I could comfortably say I would expect Complexity to go in a 1-1 split with both of those teams if they played both of those maps. And then I wanted to see Overpass or Train become a favored map from Complexity. Just because of how poor their Inferno was coming into the event. Especially online events, Inferno is a map that only the best teams can play. And seeing them struggle the way that they did online, I just I did not have any confidence in their Inferno. And um, overall, I didn't have uh, any expectations regarding wins and losses. I just wanted to see some team-oriented Counter Strike. I wanted to see a clear direction with where Blame F wants to go with this team. And When we got to Blast and we got to see Complexity play, uh, we got to see a fantastic product. They started off against Astralis, the best team in the world, historically one of, if not the best team ever. And a matchup like this could definitely derail any inexperienced team. Uh, Just You get whacked by Astralis. And it kind of just deflates you heading into that second matchup. So to many people, the writing was already on the wall regarding this complexity debut. But I wanted to hold out hope just because of the sheer talent that was on this lineup and how much I believe in them. And of course, how much I believe in Blame F as a leader. I have not been shy in my praises towards him. I previously did an article while he was on Heroic. About him joining phase because that is just the level um, that I put him at. That's where I think he deserves to be. And then now, with him being on complexity, obviously he's earned that. So, against Astralis, they start off Dust 2, Vertigo, and Inferno. And against Astralis on Dust 2, they start off 0 5 on T side. They bring it back to 5 5, go down 5 6, end at 9 6 on the back of some. I mean, almost the entire round, or the entire half, was some level of A-long aggression. Uh, Like 9 or 10 rounds, Complexity was just hitting long A, um, and almost nearly every time successfully. There was just a few rounds where Astralis were able to uh, deter them from some long aggression. But almost every single round, Complexity was able to get somebody out long, get at least one frag, and then go from there. Um, their star players were able to get a lot of impact in on Dust2. This Dust2 game plan for complexity looked really strong. And it it allowed for a lot of these star players to find impact. And that's exactly what happened. Oboe had his 4K from Carr. Rush had 16 in the first half against these guys. Uh, there was one round where Astralis ecoed double or triple nated long, got just whittled down complexity. And then it was just Russian Oboe with Krieg's 2v5. And they managed to bring it back. Um, Poison had a 4k, multiple 4ks, I believe. There was multiple instances where he was getting mid-door picks. Uh, Config had a nice mid-lurk where he was able to get Glaive in mid. And then it ended up uh, resulting in a second kill onto B. And then he did like half damage to the third, so you know a lot of a lot of these guys were getting uh, room to uh, impact the game on Dust Two, and Dust Two has been a good map for these guys even when they were playing online, and seeing that um, translate into LAN that's really cool to see, especially against a team this strong. So they they come back from a o five and they and they just steamroll the rest of that that match. Uh, from 05 to uh, Victory, where they then go into Vertigo. And uh, Vertigo was a lot closer in the first half. Obviously, they were both 9-6 uh, score lines, but um, just a different kind of uh, intensity on Vertigo. The thing is, though, once we fall into that second half, Astralis only muster 3 CT rounds. They kind of just get rolled over uh, by Complexity's T side especially on that second map device was silent he was just rendered completely useless Um, he only went 18 for 23 so obviously minus five on vertigo which is a map where operas already um, have been showing some difficulty having impact Um, and then just you know before you even consider who he is that's already a downside knowing that your Oppers going to struggle on vertigo And then he also happens to be the second best player in the world. So, you know, when that guy goes quiet, it's going to make it difficult to uh, win. And then even though Magusk was able to have an impactful game on Vertigo, nobody else behind him was able to amount to any kind of impactful fragging status. I believe Glaive was the number two fragger on that map. And in no context is that what you want if you're Astralis. So they didn't even make it to map three. Uh, against Astralis which uh, is a good thing in my opinion for complexity I think if they go to Inferno off of a tough vertigo loss like if Astralis were to grind it out I don't think they could have put up the numbers on Inferno I don't think their Inferno is good enough to go directly against potentially the best uh, Inferno team in the world in Astralis um so they, they take out Astralis and kind of shock everybody. And then they head into the second match against Vitality. And from the get-go, from start to finish, Vitality looked like the worst team. Zaiwoo was non-existent on his level. Um, for an average player, he had an okay game. For ZywOo, it was borderline, you know, just trash. Throw that in the bin, right? He had 33 frags in 2 maps. As a primary opper, Just not enough. Not even close to enough. Especially when you're talking this is a top 10 team. And to me this was a prime example. Of what Vitality is as a team product. When Zaiwoo does not play. Like the best player in the world. Not even necessarily have an off game. Like oh he just. He got you know 22 frags. Instead of his normal 28, 29. I mean literally. If this guy is not playing like the best player in the world. Vitality is just, is just subject to be a terrible team. And I they were g- greatly exposed by Complexity, a team that Alex claimed, you know, they're just running around and they're playing high energy and they're just playing with their skill. But arguably that's what Vitality is, except less skill than Complexity overall. And then they just have the one dominating force in Zaiwoo. So, I think Complexity, overall, showed themselves to be the better team in this matchup. And then, the final matchup against Na'Vi, I think this is when the... I don't want to call it a honeymoon period, because I don't want to discredit them. But, uh, you have four maps now. You can kind of look back on what kind of team they are. They've played um, two different teams, four maps and now Na'Vi has some some stuff they can figure out, right? What kind of defaults they like to play, um, who's around who, stuff like that. And Train was something I expected to definitely go in the favor of Complexity, especially after they managed to beat Astralis and then beat Vitality even harder. I thought Na'Vi was going to be a cakewalk. Uh, that did not happen, actually. Na'Vi came prepared on Train. Uh, they had a good T side, a really good T side to start, and Complexity was just picked apart. Um, they only managed five rounds on the CT side, obviously is not good enough. And even with Complexity winning five of six after losing Pistol, which, I, which we will later come to find out is something that's consistent with Complexity, they're losing Pistol, but they're winning the second round, which is really cool to see. But uh, they lose Pistol, uh, and then they win 5 straight after. Or 5 of 6 after losing Pistol, excuse me. So effectively 5 of 7. But what that does to you is that puts you in such a large deficit anyway. Um, Even after going 5-2 to start, you know, it's still 12 to 10. And that margin for error is still very thin. You have to mount that comeback. But that deficit was just too large. Simple, flamey, boom bits were all playing really well. And, um, just a four round slip up at the end. It just kind of closes it out, uh, because of that ten-five half. And then you go into Mirage, a map that I certainly thought complexity would have a good opportunity to win, but overall it, it was, it was no good. Navi were fully ready again. I don't know if it was because of the, um, the footage that they were able to scout on land and online, but They only won four rounds on their T side, which was uh, it's just not enough in any level that in any team at this level. Excuse me. So you won four T side rounds. You're already crippled. And then, you know, you lose the first three. So what can you do at that point? You're basically reaching deep and into your strat book and hoping somebody makes a play and you can crawl out of it. But unfortunately, no wiggle room at that point. And uh, they drop Mirage, go 0-2 against Na'Vi, placing second in the group, and an overall map record of 4-2. So, based on what people were expecting, I would say they massively blew the expectations out of the water. Me, personally, I wrote in my complexity preview for this event that I felt they had the tools, the individuals with the correct skill set, and the resources at home to be well prepared to shock the world day one i believe that is how i put it and i would say that they did beating astralis in your first official lay in a team that won or that lost like 30 officials 35 officials last year um, i mean that's a huge deal and overall before we get into the the guts of it just as an overview i would say a smashing debut absolutely two thumbs up for complexity just as a team so heading into this event i expected their dust 2 to be strong their inferno to be weak i wanted to see overpass or train enter their pool and i wanted to see some team-oriented counter-strike and i with a direction with a clear direction i we got to see complexity beat astralis on dust 2 16 so their Dust 2 appears to be pretty strong so far. They beat Vitality 16-5 to 5 on Inferno, which proves me incorrect about the strength of their Inferno. It may in fact be much stronger than I anticipated, or Vitality's Inferno could be just very weak. Um, I expected to see Overpass or Train. They didn't play Overpass. They never vetoed it. It just never ended up at the end. And the only time they played Train, they lost 16-10 to 10 to Nabi. And with the expectations to see some team-oriented Counter-Strike and a direction with this team, that's what we got. We got some clear, obvious direction with where this team is going to go um, on an individual level. Poison, obviously the opper a dominating force. He's had no issues finding comfort being the number one source of firepower already. He's entry fragging at 60% success rate, which is about the which is like the level of, you know, your Waxix, your simples, your Zaiwoos, just these God tier level entries with OPS. And um config is complementing him really well as the uh primary entry as a rifler, or if you want to say in a less convoluted way the two-man he's he's the guy um, who will be in part with poison entering but he will be the primary rifling entry right so him and poison they're both actually attempting these entry frags at approximately 26 percent each but what we're finding is that poison is absolutely blowing it out of the water with the success rate at about 60% as opposed to configs roughly 48%, which is still decent. Um, Notice that he's uh, failing to open the roundup more than he is opening the roundup, obviously at about two and a half percent less, but he's also in terms of his efficiency, he's also um, staying above water. And in terms of where he was, at blast regarding his entry fragging ability he was definitely in the green um his rating was at like a 106 i believe is what it was so even though that he's not necessarily getting frags as much as he is dying while attempting to open the round that that being config we're still noticing when he is attempting uh there are efficiencies beyond getting a kill or dying um perhaps He is tagging up multiple people or um, just finding himself in the right situations to give his team the ability to uh, make plays off of his play. So, you know, it's not as cut and dry as, okay, he's definitely getting kills more than he's dying and it goes a little bit beyond that and, of course, that comes with watching the game and understanding specifically how that team likes to play and not only is Config finding himself... As the two-man for Poison, basically, we are finding him find impact in other ways. As I noted before, he lurked pretty efficiently um, against Astralis. Maybe not necessarily finding uh, mechanical impact, not always closing out the frags. That will come in time. Uh, He config specifically has needed some time to find himself mechanically, and I think he's going to continue to need more time, but blame F and uh, the coach and whoever else has been putting config in various positions to succeed, Uh, doing some two man role, um, doing some solo entrying, some lurk play. Uh, He also has found himself to be a wildly efficient support role with specifically flashes uh, through the blast group stages so far. He's actually first in flash success rate. And then he's also amongst the top 10 in difference in time flashed al- uh, along with rush and blamef. So all three of these players are top 10 in difference in time flash. These players are flashing their opponents more than they're being flashed in a considerable amount. So config's finding impact as entry, as two-man, as a lurk role, and as support with just flashes and other utility. And this is a guy that has been touted as a mechanical freak. So whenever he gets out of his slump, if he's able to maintain his level of efficiency in these other roles, then this team can only drastically improve. And one other interesting little tidbit of information that really blew my mind was that in this first event for this first land event for complexity they were first in utility ADR so out of the first eight teams to compete through these first two groups not counting group C they are first in utility average damage per round at 31 which is astounding and then they're tied with Astralis for second and flash assist per round so what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of discipline brought in from BlameF as a leader, and maybe from Config and his experiences, and Rush from his major winning experiences. We're, like, we're getting a lot of team-oriented counter-strike right off the bat, which is super exciting. And then lastly, the individuals uh, from Complexity all had different pluses and minuses coming out of this event, starting with Poison, I expected everything and more, and I got everything and more. This guy is a freak. He's a bona fide stud. He's legit as all hell. This guy is absolutely a top 20 talent. He may, in fact, be the best North American opera in terms of region of play by the end of this year. Maybe even within six months we'll be having that conversation. I think he's better than Cirque. I think he's better than a, even a lot of international operas and I think that won't be too far-fetched of a statement once we have all of the numbers to back it up because he was absolutely dominating DeVice in some instances, and he comp- he competed really well against Zaiwu. Not so well against Simple, but nevertheless, his performances against DeVice and Zaiwu have me very excited for the rest of this year. Um in uh, just head to head matchups against device he 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 was up 14 to 6 um specifically with the op he beat device 11 times to device's 0 11 to 0 against Zaiwu, 5 and 5 with the op he actually only won two times to zywos 4 and then um, not so impressive against simple simple 5 to 12 and then with the op 3 to 5 but what really calls to me is that eleven and zero against device, one of the most safe and mechanically proper oppers and players in the world, and we're talking eleven to zero op kill advantage. Just astounding. Really, just goes to show how powerful poison can be for this team. And of course, he had uh, some four Ks here and there, some three Ks, um, not even just on Dust Two throughout. The series and his best series was against Astralis, but he also had a really strong series against Vitality as well. And then against Oboe, his best series was absolutely against Astralis. This kid is 17 and having his land debut with this squad against Astralis and it being his best event, great sign because he is going to, knowing that he can perform that well against the most stressful team, you know, the most stressful situations against the best teams that's a really good sign because once he gets older we won't have to worry about these nerves and stuff once he gets into these profile or high profile playoff games and uh, watching him turn up against you know arguably the best team historically in counter strike is like awesome that's great he shined brightest in these situations when he wasn't allowed to make a mistake that 4k on car that 2v5 when he had the Krieg, and rush also had a Krieg against the australis eco that that's around where they mess that up, and Astralis is in an economic advantage, and all of a sudden we're talking comeback time, right? And nobody can doubt the kid's attitude. He's always smiling. He's always in a good mood. He seems to just be an overall good um, character, just him as a person. So I'm excited about him and Rush, the other North American guy, all reliable as I'm gonna start calling him because wow. I had high expectations for him in this lineup. Also in my blast preview, I, I put him in my player spotlight. I noted that he has the intangibles as well as the winning experience with Cloud9 to really, not only does he have it, which few players possess, but he also has a, an ability which even fewer players have, which is taking all of those experiences and talents and bringing it and carrying it over to other players. Um, translating it into other players is the hardest part, making your teammates better because of it. That's what really sets apart um, good players and great players, is making your other players great, your other teammates great. And um, he had a good series with the, uh, against Astralis, but his best was against Vitality. You know, Inferno and Mirage are just Rush's maps. Those are his dojos. He, he always seems to feel the most comfortable on those maps, and I feel... While watching him, I feel most excited. Him while I'm watching him on those maps, you know, he's so strong on pit, and um, he's just he's so multifaceted in his ability. And those two maps really allow him to shine in that regard. He also ended fourth amongst all players in Group B in terms of rating, and he had the highest KD as well as plus minus on complexity. So the rush, a guy that people are quick to clown because of his his role isn't necessarily flashy. The things that he does is not necessarily flashy. He's also often put in the harder um, situations, hard spots, in order to help his other teammates thrive. So it's easy for people to cherry-pick situations to kind of denounce his ability. But again, old reliable always comes through, and it's great to see North American players continue to shine like that. And then I brushed up on Config earlier, but just going to kind of just gloss over it again. Him being given a variety of roles the way that he was over these six maps was really nice to see. Entry fragged at 26% attempt rate, had some effective lurks against um, Astralis, against Vitality. Although he mechanically looked off, we know that he has the talent, and even while looking mechanically off as i mentioned he was still efficient he was still making the correct decisions getting his team in the proper positions to succeed so time will tell if it's form or if it's a position within tactics or if he'll just never become what we're used to seeing you know in his 2015 and 16 self but we did get to see a 26 kill performance on vertigo which was his only 20 plus frag game so we'll have to see moving forward and blame f Probably the only player that I have praises and slights for I am obviously glowing in regard to how he had his team prepared for this event obviously very prepared they beat Astralis beat Vitality the number one and six team in the world Um, slipped up against the number nine team with Simple on it so all in all a great debut at LAN. I would just have liked to seen him frag more he's somebody that I praise very highly for his fragging ability for his offensive prowess to the game unfortunately it it just didn't come out this time around obviously they found massive success without it so perhaps that is what complexity will become later on it we'll have to see Um, but what I do know is that Blame F can be a human highlight reel and he had no 20 plus frag games over these six maps. So we'll just have to keep our eye on that moving forward. But overall Complexity had a and had an incredibly successful debut. I w- was pretty hopeful for this team when they were put together. I had pretty high expectations coming into this Blast event, especially compared to what it felt like everybody else was expecting from them, and I am very happy with the product that Complexity is putting out um, especially in their first attempt so all in all very excited for the ceiling and um, I really do think this team can be a world beater I don't think they're showing at blast as a fluke and I don't think they're gonna have nearly as many inconsistency um, issues as many North American teams deal with I am very high on BlameF as a leader. Config is a proven winner. Rush, a major champion. Oboe, a very young and talented young player with a great head on his shoulders. And then lastly, Poison is a freak talent who can definitely compete for not only best opera in North America, but potentially internationally. So those are my thoughts on the Complexity debut at Blast. I am personally very excited. I'm looking forward very much so to their first year together and beyond. Um, But that's going to do it for me, guys. This is the first Crouch Peak podcast of the new year. I kind of wanted to come back with something more um, weighted. I I don't think I'm going to come back with the weekly format. I'm going to try and do more uh podcasts for you guys throughout the year maybe one two three week whenever i feel like there's a topic i want to talk about i'm going to just try and get it out there 20 to 30 minutes of time i actually really miss doing this audio content on the side um, along with my written content so um, again thanks guys for tuning in to this if you read my articles thank you for that and um yeah if you guys want to hit me up on twitter You can find me at Lucas at RBM, L-U-K-A-S, and um, other than that, guys, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.